my brand new bonus mum. Episode 3, A Towering Problem. On the previous episode, Callie and Valeria arrived in Blackpool for their holiday together, and Valeria helped Callie win a fancy bracelet from the coin pusher machine at the Pleasure Beach Arcade. But a strange, weaselly man wanted the bracelet and tried to take it from them outside, threatening them with a dart gun. That's when Valeria threw Callie's tray of chips in his face, causing the surrounding seagulls to dive-bomb him, hoping to get a tasty mouthful of food. It was the perfect distraction for Callie and Valeria to escape onto the tram and make their getaway. From the top deck of the tram, Valeria and Callie watched the creepy man who had threatened them as he fought off the seagulls that were now swarming in his face, trying to eat some of the chips Valeria had thrown at him. The tram trundled further south and down the promenade, and eventually the greasy criminals disappeared into the distance. A horse-drawn carriage clattered past, overtaking the tram. It's a good thing I don't think anyone is following us, because these trams don't go very fast at all, do they? You think there might be more people after this bracelet? Well, he mentioned someone called Frankie, so there's at least one more. Callie didn't like the sound of that. Frankie, whoever he was, was clearly happy for creepy crooks to point their stun guns at people, even children, just to get hold of a prize from a beach amusement arcade. Nervously, Callie spun the bracelet around her wrist. What if someone was following them and just staying out of sight? As she stared through the window, as the tram passed an endless parade of seafront hotels, she just wanted to curl up and hide. We could go back to our B&B. The owner might be able to help us. I don't think there'll be much help unless you want a croissant, Chica. But it might be a good idea to lie low for a while. But the problem is, the B&B is in the other direction all the way back up the promenade. And if every tram is this slow, we won't get there till the end of the weekend. Valeria pressed the bell for the next stop and clack-clacked down the steps in her high heels. Callie followed the impatient woman downstairs and found her waiting by the door. I think we'll be safe enough on foot. On foot? That's right. On foot, even hopping would be quicker than this tram. Somehow, the vehicle got even slower before it finally came to a stop. I wish we'd got a donkey taxi. Her and Callie walked along the windy shore with the sea to their left. Callie turned to watch the waves. The tide was beginning to retreat across the sandy beach towards the distant horizon. The sheer size of the ocean made Callie feel small and almost invisible. For some reason, that was rather calming. I don't think any crooks will be able to find us now. A sparkling object caught Callie's eye. Further along the promenade was a huge mirror ball on top of a thin column. The silver sphere rotated slowly and the sun glinted off its thousands of reflective tiles. Even though Valeria was several steps ahead, she hadn't noticed it yet. As they got closer, they joined a group of holidaymakers who were also interested in the shiny structure. Callie felt safe again, finding the time to relax and even pose for some selfies in front of the globe. As she stared up at the mirror ball, Callie started to imagine performing on a stage under a glitter ball's spinning light. Can I get one of these for my room? You need a bigger bedroom first, or even a bigger house. Callie couldn't turn away from the massive mosaic mirror ball. It was mesmerizing. What's this got to do with Blackpool? Is it because they do ballroom dancing here? Maybe, Chica. Or maybe it's because people come here for a night on the tiles. Callie's good mood was short-lived. 
She screamed, seeing two men pushing their way through the crowd, reflected on the mirrorball's surface. She couldn't see them well in the reflection, but she could tell they were scary looking in their big dark coats. Then she felt something pressed into her back. There you are, darling. You shouldn't wander off. I was so worried about you. If Callie hadn't recognized the creepy voice, the vinegary smell of ketchup would have been a big giveaway. It was the crook they'd escaped from at the pier. The object digging into her back felt solid and a little bit spiky. Callie was pretty sure it was the end of the tranquilizer dart. She froze on the spot. Her heart began to thump again. Now don't scream, dear. We wouldn't want to alarm all these people. I think your perfume's doing that, mate. Why don't you try something more exotic in the future? A bit of balsamic might go down a tad nicer. Callie looked into the mirror ball. In the reflection, she could see a much bigger man behind Valeria. She must have a stun gun against her back too, thought Callie. Enough with the clever comments. You might have beaten Weasel once, but it won't happen again. That voice. It was the donkey cart driver that had nearly run them over earlier. Yeah. This time I brought Big Bones with me to make sure you both behave. Or Big Bones. Now, we're going to go for a little ride. No thanks. We've already been to the Pleasure Beach. Callie was surprised by her own bravery. Though she was scared, she was also a little bit angry. Could Valeria's courage be contagious? I said enough with the comments. Now play nice and nobody's going to get hurt. Yet. But you'll get hurt later. Ugh, big bones. That threat was for dramatic effect. You ruined the moment. As Big Bones mumbled an apology, Weasel grabbed one of Callie's arms. His thin, greasy fingers clawed around the sleeve of her bright green jacket. He pushed her towards his open-top carriage, which was parked on the edge of the promenade. Then, he turned his hands to Valeria's bag and produced her phone. Can't have you calling for help now, can we? Now we... Big Bones. Now we can't... Don't! Uh, uh, Don't! We c- Don't! No, we cannot. (sighs) Big Bones walked up to Callie and Valeria and, without showing the slightest bit of effort, was able to lift them into the carriage, bundling them into the back seat. He was as strong as he looked, which was very. He reached into his deep coat pockets. As he rummaged around, more chewed carrot stubs fell on the ground. He produced a couple of pristine, not-yet-eaten carrots and gave one to each donkey before climbing into the driver's seat. Weasel sat facing backwards behind him. He kept his stun guns low, but still pointed at the kidnapped passengers. It looked like Weasel hadn't had a chance to properly wash his face after getting Callie's tray of chips thrown at him earlier. His complexion was ketchup coloured. You're all red in the face. That's right. Were you running to catch up with us? Yeah, all right. It isn't tomato sauce. He was telling the truth. As Callie looked more closely, she saw that the skinny criminal's face was actually completely covered in red peck marks. Seagulls can be ruthless when food's involved. Here up, kid. You too, Deirdre. Big Bones tugged on the reins and the two little animals began trotting, carriage in tow. This is exciting. I've never been abducted by donkeys before. For a moment, Callie took her eyes off the stun gun to look at the woman beside her. The more time she spent with Valeria, the more fascinating Callie found her. She had several questions for her, but 
Now wasn't the right time to ask them. Hey, come on now. Don't make fun of Ken and Deirdre. Leave the donkeys out of this. It's Mr Fat Fingers you should be angry with. He's the one behind all this. He must have trouble picking his nose. Oh, come on now. That is disgusting. Enough! You don't want to laugh at Frankie Fat Fingers. Frankie, Frankie Fat, fingers. Fat Fingers? Weasel thrust his stun gun in their direction. He's not known for his sense of humour. Quite the opposite. Especially when it comes to his fingers. Yeah. Back when I was trying to become a comedian, he came to one of my stand-up shows, but he sat right up front close to the stage and... Well, let's just say this isn't because I eat too many sweets. <laughs> Big Bones turned around and grinned. Well, he would be grinning if he had any teeth. The weird thing is his fingers are totally normal. I don't know why he's so sensitive about them. As the donkeys trotted along the promenade, Callie realised that a certain landmark was getting closer. The metal structure was shaped like a huge salt shaker from the seaside cafe, rising to a point at the top. The nearer the carriage got, the higher it rose above them. By the time the tired donkeys clopped past the central pier, Callie's neck was craned all the way back. From here, the rust-red Blackpool Tower seemed impossibly tall. Callie gulped. She didn't know the criminal's plan, but she was sure it wasn't good. The joyful sound of the amusement arcades in the near distance suddenly seemed sinister. A shiver travelled all the way down her spine. Callie thought Valeria must have a plan. Or at least she hoped that was the case. She gripped the businesswoman's hand and Valeria returned her squeeze just as tightly. To Callie's surprise, Valeria wasn't looking at Blackpool Tower at all. She was staring at the floor of the cab. She looked even more concerned than Callie. Of course. Callie had forgotten Valeria's fear of heights. Hey, stop, Ken. Stop, dude. You're supposed to say, whoa, not stop. Nah, that's for horses. With donkeys, you just say stop. Big Bones turned his attention to the passengers. Oh, by the way, if you enjoyed your ride, if you wouldn't mind leaving a good review on TripAdvisor. Are you joking? The gig economy is very hard. Word of mouth is everything these days. Not that you'll be saying much to anyone about this. Yeah, because we're going to make sure you never tell on us. <sighs> Big Bones, you did it again! What? I was going for dramatic effect again, and you trampled all over it like one of your donkeys. Oi, I told you, look, leave Ken and Deirdre out of this. Callie had had enough of this back and forth, so she decided to move things along. Where are you taking us? Callie already knew the answer. The greasy man lifted a thin finger and pointed to the top of the Blackpool Tower behind him. Valeria looked scared, which wasn't like her. There was a long queue of tourists waiting to board the lift to the top of the tower. Grumbles began emanating as Callie and Valeria pushed past, but they suddenly went quiet after they saw the enormous big bones behind them. He wasn't a man that looked like someone you'd want to mess with. Perhaps distracted by his giant stature. Or Weasel's pecked face. Nobody noticed the two tranquilizer darts poking from the criminals' coats, threatening their captives and keeping them quiet. The two silent hostages were ushered into the lift, which had big windows all around. The doors slid shut. And 
and the lift began to climb up the centre of the tower. Callie glanced anxiously at Valeria. Maybe she didn't have a plan this time. The passengers could see blue sky through the crisscrossing steelwork that surrounded them. Callie felt well and truly trapped. She had never been held hostage before. Most people go their entire lives without being held hostage, and Callie was only 11. Just then, Valeria made the move Callie had been waiting for. She span around in her fancy high heels and kicked Weasel right in the stomach. Whoa! Stop! Callie's jaw was open in amazement. She couldn't believe Valeria had got her leg so high while wearing such a tight skirt. And that was just Valeria getting started. She grabbed Weasel's arm and twisted it behind his back. Not so tough now, are you, Ratasusia? Callie didn't speak Spanish, but she was sure that hadn't been a compliment. Weasel squealed and opened his bony hand. His weapon dropped onto the metal floor. For a moment, everyone stared at it in silence. Big Bones, don't just stand there! But Big Bones did just stand there, chewing one of his carrots. Callie looked around, trying to figure out the next move. By now, the lift was halfway up the tower. It was far above every building in Blackpool. And even higher than the big one. And Callie had read that the big one was the tallest roller coaster in the world when it opened. So they must have been really high up. Valeria groaned, covering her mouth with one hand and losing her grip on Weasel as she dropped to her knees. Oh no, her vertigo was back. She turned as green as Weasel's face was red. That was all he needed to wriggle free from her grip and grab his stun gun back from the floor. Why didn't you do anything? I thought you were pausing for dramatic effect. Remember you told me not to ruin the moment? The moment? You nearly ruined this whole operation! Sorry Chica, but don't worry. We'll find another way to beat these two. Callie clenched both her fists. She almost forgot about the kidnapping entirely. Right now, she was just furious that they'd made Valeria feel ill by forcing her up here. You'll never get away with this. Blackpool Tower is a tourist attraction. The top floor will be full of people. Do you really think they're going to sit by and watch two people get kidnapped? Big Bones helped Valeria onto her feet as the doors slid open. Kidnapped? Ha! <laughs> Don't flatter yourself. I assure you, Frankie has no interest in keeping you two as prisoners. When they stepped out of the lift, Callie gasped. The top floor was surrounded by full-height windows, creating an incredible panoramic view. Callie could see the coastline stretching out before her for miles on either side. In the distance, the big one was no taller than the track of a tiny toy train. But this stunning sight wasn't what shocked Callie. It was the fact that the viewing deck was absolutely empty. Not a single tourist or member of staff was up here to help. Big Bones grabbed a nearby chair and jammed it between the lift doors. If the doors couldn't close, then the lift wouldn't return to the ground. Callie's heart began to race, faster than it had ever done before. Frankie Fatfingers must have hired out the whole floor to himself as part of whatever plan these crooks were carrying out. Frankie doesn't like troublemakers. You should have given me the bracelet when I asked nicely. Now he wants us to get rid of you. For good. For good riddance. Ugh. I mean, I suppose that's an improvement.
Weasel shoved her onto a section of floor made entirely of glass. A sign beside it proudly announced the Walk of Faith. As she looked down, Callie's knees went weak and her jelly legs returned even worse than earlier outside the pier. Hundreds of feet below Callie's own feet, cars crawled along the promenade like ants and the sunbathers on the beach looked like specks of sand. Help! But all the way up here, there was no one who could hear. Just behind Callie, Big Bones was manhandling Valeria towards the Walk of Faith. When the moaning woman saw the glass floor, she turned from green to white and fainted in Big Bones' burly arms. Leave her there for now. Now, neither one of you move, all right? We wouldn't want this glass to shatter because you moved, would we? Callie knew the glass must be strong enough to take their weight. This was a tourist attraction. They wouldn't let people walk on here if it wasn't safe. But nonetheless, she was completely frozen in place with fear. Just then, Weasel snatched at her wrist. His thin fingers dangled diamonds in front of her eyes. He had taken the bracelet. The wind howled loudly. A door to the balcony area was open right behind them. Callie felt her stomach lurch as Weasel pushed her out onto the balcony. I'm not scared of you. But in truth, she was absolutely terrified. Callie wriggled and resisted with all her might. But it was no use. Weasel had a firm grip on her shoulders. She was getting closer and closer to the edge of the balcony. Hope you had a lovely trip up here. Sorry you had to drop out so soon. The wind was blasting in her face. She was one step away from falling off the top of Blackpool Tower. <laughs> Thank you for listening to an Able Original.